No, I totally get that. I'm just saying, does it still count as executive dysfunction if the reason I got into the studio so late today is actually because I was still working on taking down the Christmas tree? Welcome to Granny Has a Podcast, voted the best kept secret podcast on the entire internet by the United States House of Representatives 15 times. Hi, I'm Diana Wild, and once upon a time, I used to be on the radio. And now upon a time, I'm on a podcast, because for the life of me, I cannot remember why I came into this room. Hey you, is that you? Yeah, how you doing? So it's been a week, am I right? Now, if this is your first time listening, I'm just a nice old lady doing this humorous podcast because, you know, frankly, I needed some kind of occupational therapy or they were going to come for me. You know what I'm talking about? And Tomcat, if you're listening, we won't be having drinks in NYC right before VO Atlanta. That didn't happen. Oh, it's my podcast. I can use it however I like. You see, Mama Cat has metrics. And I know that there's about 12 of you listening. So to the 12, thank you. Thank you so much. I love you. Now, retweet me or something so that we can build this here audience. I have not yet begun to monetize. So, last time, as you recall, our heroine, that would be me, was answering a specific question for a colleague on LinkedIn. We were, after all, discussing gendered ageism, specifically in the healthcare delivery system. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a lot to it. And I somehow got drawn into this because a lot of the people I'm aligning with on LinkedIn, that's what they're working on, and that's something I'm very much working on. Because if you're new to the podcast, one of the surprising things that happened to me in the year 2022 was that I saw a lot more doctors than I'm accustomed to seeing. And no, don't worry, I'm fine. Everything came out fine. But what I noticed was I get treated differently now that I present as a plump granny rather than a slender middle-aged woman. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of talking down to, a lot of assumptions made. And so somebody asked a question. I made a podcast episode all about it. And along with that, I had promoted this wicked awesome line of uh, birthday cards that are attempting to kind of reinvent the way we look at birthdays after a certain age. In fact, I heartily recommend you go check these out. Changingthenarrativeco.org and look for anti- Ageist birthday cards. Not anti-aging birthday cards. Aging is a pleasure and a privilege and a gift, my friend. Old is beautiful. But anti-ageist birthday cards. Okay, so these two things were happening on LinkedIn. And if you're on LinkedIn and you care about LinkedIn drama, whoop-a-doo! And if you don't, it's still a pretty good story because it just goes to show ya. Mmm, oh honey, it goes to show ya. So I had shared information about the anti-ageist birthday cards, changingthenarrativeco.org. And I had said, and I want you to hear this because it's awesome. I am inexplicably turning 65 later this month. It's true. It's true. I don't want any broken down, helplessly stupid portrayal of age as something distasteful birthday card showing me what a waste of space I have evolved into from people who are afraid to age and afraid to die so they have to ridicule their elders. I want kick-ass cards like these or I'll have no cards at all. Please and thank you, these are brilliant. Okay, because I was trying to promo these other people's work because I think it's brilliant. And I got a lot of interesting, uh... I got a lot of interesting responses, except this this old friend of mine, old friend, old friend, a guy a few years older than me that I've worked with on a few murder mysteries where I have played 
frankly quite ditzy over-the-top characters, so he may be under the impression that I am not, in fact, a three-dimensional human being, but rather an over-the-top ditzy character, exactly. Um, so this guy uh, comes along. It's a LinkedIn post, baby. It ain't Facebook. This is where I put my business out for my business, right? And he says, oh, come on, Granny. You know you're over the hill. I went that way three years ago, and I'm still kicking. Remember, you're like a fine wine, even when you whine. Yeah, that would be the point. The anti-ageist birthday cards are to point out that every year is a gift and this is awesome. And the ageist birthday cards you find at the drugstore, I don't want to name names, but you know the one in your neighborhood, they're ageist and they're like, you know, oh, it's so sad you're one foot in the grave and one on a banana peel and how tragic for you. And I'm sitting here going, but on the 30th I turned 65 and that's freaking surreal because I was a rock and roller. I thought I would be a member of the 27 Club. 65? Are you kidding? This is more than twice as long as I thought I was ever going to live in a million years. Amazing to me. But this white man in his 60s felt that he had to put me down. Yeah, I do have an agenda. And if you're a white man in his 60s and you didn't feel you had to put me down, hang with me and help your brothers to do better. You know what I'm saying? So I came back and I said, you're never ever allowed to use that ageist phrase again. Not about me, not about yourself, not about anybody. It isn't a hill. It's a holy path. Well, kids, I'm going to tell you an amazing story. It's the story of the mama cat who went up a hill and came down a path. Anyway, we can talk about second wave feminism and why ladies of my generation are just so tired of the male silencing some other time. Because the point here is my friend was sticking to his interpretation of over the hill is correct and I should not be offended at being called over the hill. Grr. A good rule of mental health is when someone tells you they don't want you to call them something, it's healthier for the relationship for you and for them if you cease to call them the thing they don't want to be called. And look at the reason why you felt you had to call them that in the first place. Yeah, you can think of a lot of places in your own life where that applies, can't you? Yeah. Or things you've witnessed. Yeah, I know. I feel you wanting to tell stories. I got them too. Let's talk. Oh my goodness. So once upon a time in the mid-90s, there was a wonderful, wonderful movie, and it had Hugh Grant in it and everything. It was called The Englishman Who Went Up a Hill But Came Down a Mountain. And if you want more information, why, here's some right here on movieguide.com. Set in a Welsh village during the First World War, The Englishman Who Went Up a Hill But Came Down a Mountain is based on a true story handed down through generations of two English map makers who measure the height of the villagers' mountain and call it a hill. Well, the long story short of it is that the Welsh villagers don't particularly like that, so they launch a three-pronged campaign to distract each of the two map makers, and the third prong is, of course, building up the hill until it's high enough to be a mountain. Hilarious! Okay, spoiler alert, but whatever. How do you want to see your life? I mean, we all got born. We're all living. We're all gonna die. You, me, that guy over there, your dog, my dog, how do you want to see your life? Because here's what I see. If you still think it's funny to couch the aging process in terms of being over the hill, you have already told me that you see it as a climb to some peak and then a drop down. You climb the hill and then you come down the hill. You see it in your mind's eye? Uppity up, 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 downity, down, 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 down. Well, I think that's just a big frickin' drag, Stevador. <laughs> Stevador.
And here's why I think that phrase and gendered ageism and different kinds of birthday cards all go hand in hand as I you know, ramp up to eating like a pig on my birthday because you bet we're going out. Okay, here's the dealio. Remember back when we were originally establishing that this podcast is for us gals over a certain age? You know, past the last effable day and yet not exactly ready to pick out a coffin? And face it, that's you too. Nobody really nobody really wants it to end. Come on, you want... You want your health and your good times and your relationships and the breath in you to go on. I know, we all do. And everybody's got different ideas and belief systems about what happens after you leave your body, after you pass on, after you die. But when I look before me, I don't want to see a mountain that I climb and then I peak and then it's all downhill from there because I think that's part of the mental health problem that makes growing old more difficult and makes you your own worst enemy in the aging process. All around us we're seeing that the thing that is the real key to long life, besides getting off of the cigarettes or never starting them, besides being careful around the alcohol or just not drinking it, besides getting the frickin' exercise and getting your derriere off of the divan, the primary indicator of how you're gonna age and what your old age is gonna be life is your attitude and honey, only you can control that, so I beg you to look at it. Ooh, as a road. A road. Look what happens when I Google, and I quote, seeing your life as a road. About 228 million search results. Holy Toledo, it is not something I made up. And listen to this one from medium.com slash illumination. Life as a road is a common metaphor because of its many parallels. Let's look closer. You see, I didn't just make it up on the guy. Exactly. Also, related searches, check it out. Seeing your life as a road runner. Meep, meep. Seeing your life as a road trip. Seeing your life as a road warrior. Seeing your life as a road king. Seeing your life as a road bike. Here's what I'm telling you, my friend. You can visualize whatever you want. You have that freedom, and I encourage you to use it all day, every day. Here's why I chose road. Every road is going to end, but you don't know where. Some roads lead to other roads. Sometimes little roads join up with big roads. Sometimes big roads branch out into interesting little roads. There are main roads, there are side roads. There are access roads. Hmm. And someday, when this road of mine comes to an end, or I come to the end of it, if you know what I mean, here are the words to the song I want you to play for me. It's called Ripple, and it's by the Grateful Dead. And I just want to lay these few words on you. There is a road. No simple highway between the dawn and the dark of night. And if you go, no one may follow. That path is for your steps alone. What a privilege. What a gift. So that's the story, kids. I started up the hill back in the day when I thought you'd be over the hill one day. And then one day, many years over the hill, I realized... <laughs> feel over any freaking hill. It's a road. It's a road and every day you get to wake up and take another little trip down it or explore a side road or whatever. Uh, it's a gift. I'm not over the hill and neither are you. 
because I just don't see it that way. I am going to ride this road in deliciousness and gratitude until the day it ends, and I really hope that day is not until after I get some 65th birthday cake. So thanks for being with me for the road trip, kids. I uh, wanted to mention our tiny little victories of the week are I returned those Rothies that were the wrong size even though it was way past the date and I had to make a phone call and be very, very brave speaking to strangers. And I managed to reschedule my jury duty and not get arrested. Oh, we'll talk about that later. Thanks for listening. To support me, look on the anchorfm.com page. There's a little support button. Yeah, I could use a coffee. Why not? And to get in touch, email me at grannyhasapodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and uh, have a great road.